Oh my God. I honestly, I thought one person would reply. I was so buzzed when you're putting up the replies. I was like, oh my God, people are replying. <laughs> Now ends our conversation. Now starts the podcast officially. Thank you. Um, welcome back. <laughs> Amazing. And we're, I'm so excited to talk about this stuff today because um, I'll put up a little, uh, um, what the, what was it? Oh my God, I'm so old. I'm, I'm going to call it a question box. A question box. That's yeah. what I'm going to call it, yeah. Because what are those things? Oh, I don't question, know. A question box. Because it's like a survey. Yeah. <laughs> but like, not, it's not, no, it's not the survey. It's for like influencers to be like, send me in your questions and then I'll I'll write the answer. No, I think that's what, it, I, think for, I think I've seen that's what their main use is for. But anyway, I don't understand it. Also, I was very impressed when you were posting the replies in that, like the way that like influencers do as well. When you like see multiple replies, the one thing I was like, oh, go on, Alex. I have no idea. Oh, I'm on it all. On it. I was on it. blown away. I, see, I have nothing else to do with my time. No, I was apart from sit by electric. So, so old. <laughs> yeah. I think if anything's going to make us feel old, it's going to be this episode when we dive into all the things that we watched. We oh my god! School. Oh, and thank you so much to everyone who who wrote it in to tell us because we got so many funny things that we had totally forgotten and and actually oh so many yes yeah, so many great great so things. now we're thriving yeah and like all and like re-triggered some traumatic memories i'll save my one for circle time my chaotic please oh uh, yeah i think i think circle time should just revolve around that tv show <laughs> I, I, okay that's good let's okay that's a good one yeah okay good that is circle time okay brilliant um amazing but so today we're basically going to we said we thought we'd talk about um tv that we watched while we were in school growing up um that you know warmed us and um gave us our view on the world honestly some of the stuff that you sent in are a scream <gasps> such so, a scream so good so good because mainly alex and i were talking about glee because both of us obviously i don't know if you've noticed but we are a bit into theater and um we were like obviously well definitely highly influenced by glee probably me more at an age where i was kind of sad and i shouldn't have been Alex legitimately a, like a teenager child but I was probably like 16 17 <laughs> 18 so I really should have been beyond it but I definitely wasn't um but at the same time that they were they were they were set up as like my age so I was watching them like oh they are my peers you know the and the you one- were also studying music so you were like okay this is kind of on the same vibe as yeah. what I'm doing well when I went into when I went to do music in college I think I fully let go of the glee thing because it like that was music. oh you're a classical music I was a class musician like <laughs> watching Glee like I was a classical musician I was like let give me my Monteverdi and my Palestrina and let me go like it was not yeah but I should have yeah but still I well like when I was like 16 17 18 I, I did watch it quite a bit but you would have been like how old like 13 12 it came out when I was in first year so I was like all of a sudden musical theater kind of became popular and I was like this is a wonderful time in my life and it kind of glorified the Rachel Berry style character in the world and then that kind of made me feel better about myself but watching it now again as a 25 year old I'm like why did I ever want to be like this girl she is chaotic she is absolutely (laughs) batshit like she is so much oh my god but the the sad thing I was I was talking to someone else like um, a professional actress over here and I was like well you know it's a full-blown Rachel Berry effect um and they were like oh my god that's a thing isn't it so like anyone my age probably maybe one or two years younger like 
who is a performer, <laughs> like footy, like, yeah, I knew I wanted to do this when I saw Rachel Berry coming down the aisle <laughs> singing Rain of My Parade. Like that was the moment where I was like, this is who I am. And I totally like loved her because she was such an evil bitch. But like, I was living for that because I was such a shy, terrified child that I was like, I need to be more Rachel Berry in my life. Like she was inspirational to me, but now I know. I'm just like, she is so problematic intro and it's not not good in any way I just think like watching it now is weird because number one like there's so much kind of like tragedy surrounding the show but yeah. number two you also start to realize like how problematic the thing is I've actually made a list of things that annoy me in Glee okay I'm so excited because we cause like the, my number one thing is just like Mr. Shu like what like that oh he features heavily heavily he is a bad bad man like who gave him a teaching degree who let him be in a close proximity to teenagers no stop it stop it and like the worst thing is they like paint him out to be the good guy against your one sue and it's actually like no i think this i think this guy's the real evil one i'm like would i rather have my gym teacher shoot me out of a cannon at like a cheerleading sectionals or would I rather have Mrs. Schuster sing the song song in my face? Like, there's so many, like, which is the lesser of two evils? Hmm. It's just there's so much in the show that I, I was watching it and I was like, what the heck is going on here? Like, oh, we were how did this fly? <laughs> this is what they how do in America. Fly? Yeah, we're so, we're so behind here. This is the way life is actually should be. <laughs> okay i'm gonna i'm gonna start off my list okay. this is things that i find problematic or annoying on glee yes number one quinn convincing finn that he got her pregnant in a hot tub not yeah. by having sex just by kissing yeah i think i'm a, what was I 16 i was like oh, shoot that 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 can happen didn't realize oh my god yeah so. <laughs> don't be like hot tub you no yeah no 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 <laughs> no, no i could get pregnant <laughs> can't do it can't do it no um, not number two is chris and chenowitz character April Rhodes. Oh, which is such a shame because she is one of the best people on the planet. She is an amazing woman, uh, but she comes back to the school and obviously teaches the kids to steal and then sleeps with a load of teenagers. Which, who does she sleep with? I think all of them. Puck mainly, I think. Stop. But then when she goes to Broadway with April Rhodes the musical, she has a song <laughs> called I Slept With You. <laughs> no, are you joking? I swear, I was watching it recently um, and Disney Plus is the best and worst thing to happen to me. Yeah. Because... Yeah. I feel like I was like, oh, this is a great forum and platform for for shows to thrive. And then I'm like, oh, but I now spend all my time watching Glee and I should be yeah. watching documentaries about how climate change is killing us all. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so they go to New York and for Nationals, which season three Nationals is the best Nationals to feature in the show. Um, what do they sing? Uh, Rachel Berry sings uh, It's All Come Back to Me Now. And then they do Paralyzed by the Dashboard Light and uh, Vocal Adrenaline do Pinball Wizard. Oh my god, no Molly, like as in like it is iconic. Like it's so iconic. But there's actually a point in that show that annoys me or in that episode that really, really grinds my gears, which I will get into at a later point in my list. Okay. Uh, but anyway, Will goes to visit uh, April Rhodes and she's singing the song and she's like, I slept with you, I'm I slept with you, I'm pretty sure I slept with you, and that's like one of her numbers. All about it. Another character that pisses me off, fellow wicked star, Adina Menzel. Grand, come into it do your thing but like be like Rachel I'm your mom but now don't adopt the child of the teen mom in the glee club and then come back like two years later and be like I have your baby but you can't see her but I'm going to teach at your school I'm going to tease you with this child but you can never see her no 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 but then she also starts sleeping with Puck through oh it's very he sleeps with Puck as well yeah there is he had Glinda and Elfa like oh my god I know 
Who was writing this? Who like what was going on? I don't know. There's a lot. Oh my a lot going God. on. This this list is really intense. There's Rachel sending Sunshine Corazon to the crack house, but she's like, I didn't send her to an active crack house. That I'm just gonna leave it there. Yeah. Uh the run Joey run sequence with Jonathan Groff and uh Pock and Finn. That was a moment in time. What was that? season one. Oh my God. I think Rachel was like doing the dirt. Well, not doing the dirt. She was like, I think she was still with Finn, but also like Jesse St. James, Jonathan Groff's character. So she like, but she got them all to like record this or uh, this music video and it was really creepy. She's just a bad woman. <laughs> She's just not a good person. <laughs> no. Next on my list. Rachel and Kurt's living situation in New York. They moved to a loft in Brooklyn that was that, absolutely that, yeah massive and yeah. set me up for my J1 only to fail because I was sharing a room with Cormac and we were literally two single beds there were six of us sharing like a two-bedroom apartment in Boston that is not what I thought my life was going to be when I watched Glee I was set up where's my loft I, I remember them like being in a loft and wearing like heels like casually and I remember thinking oh, okay so if I move to London to do musical theatre, I will live in a loft and I'll just like always look super glam. It's like, no, you'll be wearing yeah. black. You'll be eating beans. And you'll be in like, oh, <laughs> like a tiny, tiny bedroom in like a flat no living room. Yeah, no, no, no. Literally so bad. Um, Kurt getting a Vogue internship without any experience in, in media, social media, anything. Like, no, not okay. What about the rest of us? Like, Oh my like God. this it's like yeah move to New York the city of your dreams get the job of your dreams no bother Sarah Jessica Parker's gonna hire you enjoy moving on <laughs> swiftly Mr. Schuster in general a bad man next one able-bodied actors in wheelchairs when Quinn in that wheelchair for like two episodes and her and Artie singing I'm still standing call it off call it all off no, not okay no. another one that I forgot about and is only kind of brought up in like season three is when they're doing a side story and Artie's directing it and he's like to Rachel and Blaine he's like you guys are gonna have to lose your virginities in order to get into character no so then they're like on a mission they're like okay gonna do it it's for the art of it it's like <laughs> Oh my god. This makes Bad so much sense why we're so screwed up. <laughs> so screwed up. The next thing on my list that I'm going back to from Nationals is Rachel Berry singing it's all coming back to me now. A Celine Dion classic. Whoopi Goldberg walks in and is like, Do you know what? I'm gonna watch her. She can have a second chance at her Niad audition because she blew singing Don't Rain on my parade. She forgot the words. And she was like, I'm sorry, on Broadway you don't get a second chance. You get fired. Yeah. But then she comes and watches her in Nationals and is like, Do you know what? girl you're in that is yeah. not a realistic expectation for drama schools mm, no. sack it off no no well no, no. Goldberg's not going to come watch you and fetch match you do no, you know what I mean yeah yeah if you get that audition wrong she's not showing up at your latest concert just make sure <laughs> not happen. bad bad boss uh the last one that I actually do feel quite strongly about as an Irish person is uh the Rory character obviously being stereotypically being Irish and he's like let me show you your pot of gold like call it off Damien I McGinty. actually remember being really seen as well which is so sad I mean like oh my god they put an Irish character in like that's that's us you know he's like us he's just you know oh I welcomed the representation I was like here we go but watching it now I'm like number one can't understand what you're saying Rory diction is really important <laughs> and number two this writing is awful but also speaking of representation probably one of the peak problematic lines is when Will Schuster tells everyone say that, it <laughs> say it you're in glee you're all a minority <laughs> what <laughs> actually I'm 
don't think so, but um, because in that episode, I think he like splits them up into like minority groups and like not minority groups and like makes them compete against each other. And then it's like, well, actually, you're all a minority. You're in green. He is. I actually like I watch it and I'm just like, stop it. When he sang Toxic on stage with them, I was like, this is like filth. Yeah, I need this to watch that again. Absolute filth. Oh, my God. Don't do it. I actually like. It's the song. I've song suffered for me. enough for both of us. Oh, yeah, bad, bad, the bad, bad, bad. song when when um what's the te- what's the teacher's name with OCD as well? Uh, Emma Miss Pillsbury. Miss Pillsbury, when she's in her wedding dress for some reason, she comes to him in her wedding dress so he can teach her and her fiance their first wedding dance. And I don't know how that situation turns into Will Schuster kneeling on the ground in front of her, like flicking up her wedding dress, singing the long song. I just don't understand. There's actually like another, another really like horrifically traumatizing moment between the two of them is in the Rocky Horror episode when he's like, she sings touch, touch, touch me with him and she's pure stripping him in like the classroom. (sighs) And like, I was watching it and I was like, I feel so disturbed. I have to turn this off and I have to go to confession. I haven't been to church in many, many years, but this is the time to go back because I've seen things that I don't want to see ever again in my life. Like, it's so creepy. He's literally like, she's ripping off his shirt and he's got his tie and he's like lying over on the table. He's a creature of the night. Like, it is traumatizing. And I love Rocky Horror because I was trying to be really alternative as a teenager. So, like, I used to go to Rocky Horror nights and shit like that. Uh, But this has put a dent in it for me what yeah it's uh ooh, it's and do you know like at the end the end spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't who wants to watch the end <laughs> it ends with rachel berry pregnant winning a tony and she's pregnant yeah. with <laughs> with kirk's kirk and blaine's child yeah she's married to jonathan groff and she's married to jonathan groff yeah and that was like i remember thinking that was the most perfect ending that i could ever have asked for <laughs> there was so and I think is Sue president or vice president of like the United States or something what? like that no. yeah there's something dodgy going on there but to be fair like for like the last like four years I actually would have welcomed Sue Sylvester I would have been like do you know what yeah yeah I feel most... I'd, I'd like to see her try yeah yeah I actually totally forgot about the that's how Sue sees it until you said it the other day as well iconic Iconic so good so good. absolutely iconic but also but, um, so terrible so bad <laughs> there's a, i think i think glee was kind of like the peak stagey show for yeah that like i could like have a stagey release and it could kind of be mainstream but yeah. something else like other shows that i do kind of want to give like a shout out to from yeah. my childhood and my school years yeah are smash obviously oh my god oh my and god. iconic i think smash needs a bit of a shout out because that was really like a moment of time that came out when I was in fifth year uh so we that actually was great were really lucky and that stuff was coming out like Glee and Smash like made us more mainstream as human beings because we were such the yeah yeah but also have to give it a shout out all the BBC musical theatre search shows like how to solve problem like Maria and any oh. dream will do I do anything over the rainbow like so good hook it to my veins yeah Saturday night sorted yeah I think they were kind of like peak kind of stagey moments something yeah. else that I'm going to throw out there to link into another show is when they did the search for Legally Blonde 
on Broadway and then they broadcast it but in between for the ad breaks they had the girls from the hills like narrating it so it would be like oh my god Molly it's all on YouTube you have to watch it it would be like Audrina and she's like will Elle get back with Warner or will he stay with that heinous biatch Vivian it is iconic really like that is the overlap I never knew existed the hills and Legally Bomb the musical like what yeah oh like full on like it's it's brilliant absolutely brilliant like they're like will l be able to prove that brooke wyndham is innocent tune in like all the hills girls oh my god because the hills the hills as well was so important to me it was so so special to me the hills like so good yeah yeah so good i think it was kind of like like the start of like yeah the start of like when you reality tv for us yeah yeah totally it was like all downhill from there then because it was just but it, they made they they were the start of that brand of reality TV that was like, um, what's the word? Aspirational. So like some like there's either I think there's like two types of reality TV in my head. One is like trashy and like gritty and like you're like you watch like but also like whoa I'm really interested. And then there's like the like yeah. look at them like these really wealthy wealthy people living in their really gorgeous houses, having their salad bowls and shaking them and like working there like nine to five and like wearing gorgeous clothes and makeup and getting their makeup and hair done and that you're like I fully accept this is not real but I am really enjoying the soothing nature of watching this really perfect situation unfold and that was the hills for me it was like yeah and and also like just the the chaos of Audrey and Justin Bobby just poke it to my veins as well Justin Bobby with the long hair beautiful times the original beautiful times yeah oh like so good so good i mean what else do people say because i um uh what was there was well i was home and away like myself and my sister were just home and away a few home and aways and all right now yeah home and away was a staple like we fully like worked our timetable around home and away and when I was in my leaving cert I would take half an hour off to eat my dinner and watch home and away and it was like nobody talk or look or touch Molly she's having her dinner and she's watching home and away and I was like, <laughs> like that would be my one half hour where I would like chill out and it was so intense but You're like I am in Australia yeah for, yeah. for this half hour <laughs> it's basically it was basically like a 30 minute meditation where I went to the beach in my head to fall away from the like pain of leaving cert like where I was like okay <gasps> this is my life but um yeah we loved we were obsessed with that yeah but and um, did you watch home and away Al? I didn't I like I don't know why but like I don't think many of my girls did either maybe like two of them but um I feel I was very much more kind of into like I did find Desperate Housewives in like my sixth year of school that was a big thing for me oh my god we have to discuss like I know we're I know we're being very sagey oh like I am not okay I am not okay after you made that discovery I had no idea so I did used to watch Desperate Housewives but I can't really remember because I think I used to watch with my parents but I think when it would get a bit like saucy I would like leave the room because I couldn't cope but like (laughs) I definitely definitely watched it but I never noticed until you told me that every episode is named after a Sondheim lyric I know it's absolute madness oh my god I feel such a connection to the show Um, it's amazing but yeah like six year kind of like viewing for me was very much like like obviously I used to watch like Grey's Anatomy when it was on like not Grey's Anatomy Desperate Housewives well actually no because Tuesday nights were Grey's Anatomy and Desperate Housewives which was the big thing mm. so it'd be like Tuesday night 
I used to watch Grey's Anatomy and then go to bed because I was like, oh, I'm not staying up. And then like the next day, then you'd be like in school and you'd be absolutely hanging because you'd have stayed up. And then it's like, I would then try and avoid spoilers. And then I'd be like, okay, but it's a half day. Like I can get through this half day without anyone telling me what went down. And then I'd come home and I'd have Cully and Solly sleep for the half day. Like, and I'd watch Tesla Housewives. But then like, oh. I revisited during sixth year because to be honest, I kind of like left school early a lot because I was kind of unable. Uh, I was obsessed so when you I said that before. I'm like, you were so badass. You used to leave school early when you were just like, no, I'm I'm done for the day. Oh, like it was always a Friday because I had a double non-exam religion and ordinary level math, which I wasn't counting anyway. So like me and the receptionist had a kinship going on. Like I'd go down and she'd be like, what well, we say today? And I would like, I don't know. And she'd be like, oh, you said doctor last week. How about dentist? And I'd be like, do it. No. And then I would just text my mom. She'd come down. My dad didn't find out till about three years ago and he's a bit triggered. Because he was like either always working or like on tour or like wherever. So he was like, You're what? And I was like, I didn't really go to school. Shout out to Michelle for being such a legend. She was like, I'm worse then for driving down. (laughs) Anyway, I made my way through Desperate Housewives. That's the most important thing. But there's like so many like shows that were like written it like people like kind of like hit us up with like primary school shows and with secondary school that shows. That was what shocked us the most I think because we were chatting but we weren't chatting about the, the primary school shows. Yeah like serious kind of like Disney flashbacks going on like a lot of Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. That's so Raven. Yeah. Two of a kind which was just chef. What was that again? Kate, oh my god. What was Mary Kate and Ashley. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh iconic times and Sweet Life of Zack and Cody where London Tipton has just now had a baby with Kevin McAllister from Home Alone oh my god I meant to send that to you I saw that and I was I like, my mind was blown shook yeah like, how amazing is that combination shook. and how the hell did we not know like that was on no one's radar until like they have a child I was like what oh, the hell? I was like what is going on oh like Kevin god. McAllister and London Tipton and do you watch Succession at all no I haven't I do it's on my list oh girl because Macaulay Culkin's brother, Kieran Culkin, is in it. And I'm like, Roman Roy is now the uncle to London Tipton's child. This is just chaotic. That is amazing. Also, speaking of Disney, Zoe 101, did you have that? (gasps) Oh my God, obsessed. Like really wanted to put my key on the chain. (laughs) (laughs) I was big, big, a big fan. And also like the absolute scandal of her getting pregnant then like... (gasps) I know. It was outrageous because I remember people saying it and I was like, that's a really disrespectful. No, she's not pregnant. You can't say that about her. Like, she's not pregnant. And then she actually was. And I was like, oh my God. I know. I was triggered. I remember like the cover of the magazine where she was like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, Jamie Lynn. <laughs> but in fairness to her, she must have had an, because like back then, I mean, it was pretty scandalous for someone her age to get pregnant. Like, for, especially and- over in Ireland. We, we were like, Oh my god! But sure. to be like the face of a kids' TV show, like I think exactly. that's what like the main thing was that people were like their like people's parents were like triggered, <laughs> like what is happening? What was her love interest name in the show again? Or he's really dorky with like big curly hair. Chase. Well done, Al. You know this. I thing. like I could actually pretend that I don't know these things and be like, oh, I don't know, but I'm just like, I have it. I'm like, so I have. Right. I have so much respect for that. I have so much respect for that because it's not like I seek it; it just lives in my brain. Yeah, yeah, rent free, as they say yeah literally like <laughs> i wish i remembered those things i have like strong visuals but like no no names but oh no i have all the facts that's so like, good 
Oh, who was her? Who was the other character in it? So it was like Zoe 101 and then it, um, the boy, and then who was her like best friend in it? There was um, Victoria Justice's character. I think her name was Lola, and she was oh, a bit of a yeah. mad one. Then, the, oh my god, all I remember from Zoe 101 really that sticks out in my mind was the sidekick phones. No, they weren't called a sidekick. Well, they were maybe. And the JetX. They were like these scooters and they had to record a, an ad and they're like, JetX, JetX. That is all that's exciting in my mind. And I was like, why am I not in a boarding school on the West Coast? This is so mean. Like, I mean, it was so unrealistic. Like they were in this like really cool, chill boarding school with these like cool rooms. And it was just so fun. And yeah, I know. I just feel like kids tv shows just kind of like set me up to fail because i was like if you dream it you can achieve it and i was like no you actually can't achieve these dreams alex these are not real i know like, especially when you're like going into freaking a school in banlock with your jumper and your shirt on and your home ec book in your bag like, it was just, <laughs> like we weren't living that life we were so there my like, you're like watching home and away and then in that really cute like school uniforms like walking to school in the sun and then going for a surf and i was like yes i know totally me so that's so my life <laughs> like, you're like i want the best of both worlds i got the limo out front yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm obsessed with that um hannah montana meme meme no molly be cool molly be cool um where she does that like kiss thing at the window and I don't know what it's from do you know people put it on Twitter it's like, all the time it's like mm, mm, and she's like wait oh like, yeah 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 oh. she's like, she's, I think she's like leaving like <laughs> so the house or something like that I don't know but it was like my like someone wrote in about the Liz McGuire movie like and I'm just t- like when they made Disney TV shows into movies that was a peak moment for me yeah, in, very, in my in yeah. my teen years like Liz McGuire movie iconic the Hannah Montana movie also iconic Vanessa Williams's character in the Hannah Montana movie she's a queen Vanessa Williams character in the Hannah Montana movie she's like her kind of uh I think she's like her publicist no way Vanessa Williams was also in one of my favorite shows growing up Ugly Betty oh you're obsessed with Ugly Betty I never watched it oh my god Ugly Betty like I think that there's like a list of kind of tv shows that you kind of like watched I actually think it's quite weird when like when you look back I think when I was younger, I watched a lot of shows that were very kind of like felt grown up to me, like Ugly Betty, Grey's Anatomy, Desperate Housewives. Yeah. And then as I kind of got like into my late teens, early 20s, I was all about like Gossip Girl, 90210. Like it was yeah. like I was like clinging on being like, oh, my God, teenagers. Like yeah. I want to be a teenager again. But like yeah. I literally was like 15, 16. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, Alex, you are literally still a child. <laughs> like, That's mad, isn't it? Like I my parents are pretty were pretty good about like not letting us watch um things that were like not suitable because I was saying to that to you we don't we we weren't I wasn't allowed to watch friends and like all my friends would watch friends and I would pretend in school I wouldn't get the jokes. <laughs> Wasn't it so funny when like um Chandler was like this and I'd be like yeah <laughs> like no clue. Yeah, oh okay. god but then I went back and I watched it when I was in college and I watched every single episode and it, I, I did quite enjoy it but like it was my mom was like, feel like you missed out friends, but I did feel like I missed out yeah yeah I actually because Ugly Betty was like written in a few times I like watched like a few episodes yesterday like last night I was, I was kind of like doing stuff around my room and I was like this is kind of chaotic because they gave her bad fringe bushy eyebrows glasses and braces and were like Ugly Betty, I like know, the whole yeah. power. But no wonder I put off getting braces for so long. No, you were traumatized I, by that show. Like, <laughs> and like my first job in London as well was like being an assistant, and I like 
had my braces and I was like, Je suis ugly Betty. Oh. It is I. Like, <laughs> I was like triggered. I was like, I'm obsessed though for you that like you kind of got to live out your your dream. Of, I know. Like, I know. Being an assistant with braces, like, but so weird that that they created that narrative that that she was ugly. I I read that somewhere, being like, that's very that's very like what what it like two thousands naughties vibes of like we were thinking we were being we were being inclusive and we were actually being really terrible like that was definitely I mean, yeah. definitely ugly betty like that era was so problematic but we thought it was like because i thought glee was the most woke like amazing same. thing ever but like literally same. Back now, ugly betty and they're just like mm, no and, like and everyone's like oh my god you've got no sense of fashion blah blah and she wears this like blue puffer coat but i'm like girl the puffer coat are back in Every single influencer is whipping out those duvet coats when it gets a bit cold. I'm like, Betty was ahead of the times. Yeah, yeah, totally. Ahead of the time. Justice for Betty. But um, please, yeah. check campaign. Yeah. Um, but there's like, I think, especially kind of like teenager TV shows, I think there's like so many kind of like problems and just like things that were like, oh, this is actually like, do you know, like, you kind of just feel like kind of like casual viewing, like things like Gossip Girl, 90210, Pretty Little Liars, all those kind of things that I feel we all watch when we're in school. But I'm like, cause we were talking about it, I think. And it was like, all of these teenagers are being played by people in their 20s. Yeah. Like, such unrealistic kind of like body images for like teenagers growing up. Yeah. They're all getting saucy. Yeah. Constantly. They were constantly getting with every one else like it was chaotic the all the relationships going on there and home and away home and away was mental like they used to all sleep with each other and they used to all be living in each other's houses and it was all like it's yeah. so so bad but like yeah, I just feel realistic. like Gossip Girl and 90210 which were kind of like my two main kind of ones like they just literally normalized like teens just getting saucy with each other and each other's boyfriends and each other's girlfriends and each other's stepmoms and just like the yeah. most chaotic storyline like main problem for us was that because we were like it's living in ireland where and in a catholic school with all girls it was like i never knew that there was balance like i was like yeah you know it was like a real kind of oh my god you're a girl who sleeps with everyone or you're a girl who sleeps with no one like we had yeah. no kind of perspective I just there was like one extreme or another and it was a real there was a real kind of confusion about what that was and it's actually so bizarre to think about now because it's kind of like oh they live in like a parallel universe where you just do that we we don't like uh, it's it's so it's so bad now because I look back and I was like I, de- I definitely never even in my mind was like slut shaming or or like no it, like, it was just like but it was just like oh that is so not the world I live in like I just have to accept that yeah this, that's not what we we are like completely but I think it's actually like only stuff that I kind of like realized now that when I was watching it I was like well it does make sense yeah clearly yeah, yeah. you know but like I do think it gives like really like unrealistic expectations especially for I think for like mainly for teenage girls it's kind of like this is not like a blueprint for everything that you should be doing by this age or whatever like like my friend was saying that she was like um when she, we were talking about tv shows that she was like when she was really young she was like her 16 is like kind of like i'd say the average age to kind of start like getting with boys and like doing this and like whatever she's like this is what like these tv shows were showing me and she was like not to dodge like away with the fairies i was yeah but yeah. like it's just so so 
so chaotic yeah it's it was I just it just makes me sad thinking about the kid I was watching those things like I was so far away from that say I think I kind of like accepted Gossip Girl more because they all live like like exceptionally bougie lifestyles and I was like well this is so obviously a fabrication yeah but then 90210 like they were doing Spring Awakening as their school show and I was like well they're doing like a, a school musical we did a school musical. We're kind of on the same level. Did they have like, one of their male teachers playing? And uh... they didn't. But okay. like they had Jessica Walter from Arrested Development like come in as like she was. Oh my gosh, she's like the best part of Nine Two and Oh. But she comes in to like teach the kids because she's an actress. So like they're rehearsing "Mama Who Bore Me." She's like, "No, no, it has to be like more like this." And she's like, "Mama Who Bore Me, Mama Who Gave Me." It is honestly the reason I started watching it, and then I got really invested with all like the teen pregnancies and like the hit and runs and like the hit and runs girl oh my god there was a hit and run and he got drunk at the like <gasps> some I think it was a graduation party potentially oh my god where she ran over this homeless guy told no one oh my god then his nephew was in the school but like he, like she didn't know that he was his nephew and then they started dating and then he was like I know what you did you can never leave me and then she was like, Jasper, no. And then he was like, I'm going to throw myself off the Hollywood sign. Good luck, Annie. <gasps> Chaos. What? Oh, like, Ma, like, you have... That's devastating, mm. that storyline. Even just, like, hearing it, I'm like, no, thank you. Oh, my God, it was chaos. And <sighs> all set in a really kind of, like, golden hour sunshine moment in LA. No. Yeah, there's a lot oh, going on. Oh, my God. Have you been to LA? No, tell oh, me about it. No, just because I, I, I that that sounds like I'm me trying to talk about being in LA, but I just had to say it because when I was there, I fully felt like like I was living in the parallel universe I watched as a kid. Like I was there, like the Hollywood sign. That like everyone is beautiful. Everyone is like everyone is beautiful and perfect, mm. and they everyone's it's it is sunny all the time. And I remember watching it like in Cork when you're like 13 like that's not a real place but it actually is and that people there are actually like that and it's it's really really crazy I couldn't be there all the time because it's so intense I just got a flash not a flashback but like a, a eureka moment about like LA and Glee and everything Brian Stokes Mitchell is Rachel Berry's dad I totally forgot about that Molly Molly or oh. Rachel Berry oh my god is he See her dad? I totally him, forgot. Him and Jeff Goldblum? <gasps> yes. Oh my, I can't believe I never I never talked to him about that. So Molly worked with Brian Stokes Mitchell who played Rachel I... Berry's dad. But he's also in Ugly Betty. So like... What? Yeah, like I, he's only in it for a little bit. Like, but he he's also like was currently... like the saviour of the pandemic. He used to sing out his window every, like for the healthcare workers during He's COVID. like, make them hear you. Do oh, it like... He was like he was like Jesus like out the window everyone in the taxi honking their horn he was he is like that he's like he is like a musical theater Jesus that's what he is like he's amazing but I can't believe I forgot he was in Glee that's devastating I can't believe you hung out with Rachel Berry's dad uh I can't believe I am Rachel Berry <laughs> <laughs> there were moments of gold <laughs> keep holding on like that's my fave that was something in you went I need to sing Don't Rain in My Parade for Fesh Matthew because one day I will meet my real dad did I tell that that was I I told that story last week didn't I how I didn't win Fesh Matthew (laughs) it's so traumatic for me though 
me coming up the middle aisle thinking I was Rachel Berry, you know, like, <laughs> don't stop me at the limb. Just sort of, yeah, totally, totally. Iconic. Um, iconic. Should we do story time now? Yeah, circle time is a very special one this week. Oh my God, I just said story time. You're cancelled. I'm cancelled. You called circle a story. How could you? I don't know how how that. (laughs) Circle time. Um, Because someone put in on when you asked the question and I was like, Alex, I can't believe when we chatted last time, we did not talk about this TV show because it's a huge part of our lives. Yeah. It was Satitude. Like, Satitude, she was the moment. Like, Satitude was our time. Yeah, it was It was our moment in time. And they used to film it sometimes in RT. Well, like, it was like half in, R- half in Cork and half in Dublin, wasn't it? Yeah, I think they like to switch it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so obviously, I don't know like, Alex and I weaseled our way uh, into being involved in it um, on some occasions. And yeah. It was beautifully chaotic we've got a few stories one of them that I will like share first is not my own it's actually my sister's um but (laughs) when Lily was like nine she got asked to go on Satitude and she was like of course no problem just tell me when and where babes (laughs) and she went in anyway but like either like to be honest now I think that there was information passed on and my mom just forgot but it was the Patrick's Day special And every child was dressed in green and Lily went in wearing like a black and red striped top looking like Dennis the Menace. Obsessed. And she was like a little baby. So like she was out the front and she was so obviously out of place. It looked like she just wandered in off the street. And she's just, (laughs) it's so funny. All these kids are literally like little mini Kermits. And she's just like, oh, I feel so left out. But Lily is so badass. You just probably totally owned it. Like... She was probably like, yeah. She was like, I don't care what I'm wearing. I'm front and center. Yeah. Just yeah. tell me where my mark is and I'll be there. Because I was talking to Hannah before and I, I said to Hannah, oh, do you remember Satitude? And Hannah was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on it. I had to arm wrestle on it. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Hannah was like, they, they, so they used to do this thing when they used cut from programs, apparently. I think I kind of remember it where they'd be like, we're just about to do an arm wrestle. Enjoy. Da, 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 da. And like, so they were like, anyone want to come and arm wrestle before, in, in our like this little mini segment before we go into whatever show? And Hannah was like, put up her hand, which is like really brave because Hannah was such a, sh- a shy kid. And um, <laughs> she just had to be like arm wrestling at the front of the camera. And she so was living her best life because she got like a front and center arm wrestling. I love that. But very. But there weird. there were really good like shows on Satitude. I remember they had like a cartoon Sabrina and I loved it. Oh, like really? I don't really Yeah, know. it was so good. It was kind of yeah. She was like proper like obviously like Sabrina the teenage witch, but it was a cartoon. I'm going to have to investigate further, but I was really into it and they would show all kind of like the proud family and stuff like that, like big kind of Disney moments that they would oh, show no. on Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. it's class. Yeah. After the class. Do you want to divulge your trauma? It's cool. Again, like I feel like I, f- I do feel like every week I'm I'm giving a piece of my soul away because Francis Fryer is still so delicate for me that this is like this is again is very this is this is a triggering one for me. But I, I, I think this is like a therapy session that people listen to. I know. I know. But I feel I, I, I feel like I am reliving my trauma, you know, like work through it, work through, through it. it. But I'm not sure if it's 
publicly processing it is is the wisest choice for me but i'm going to continue to do so because i my dedication to the cause is so it's big a safe space yeah it's a safe yeah. space um no but so i was on solitude <laughs> i actually can't even tell the story it's so bad <laughs> because it's so weird because i can't believe i had totally forgotten that this happened until you did that q a question box on instagram and i was like oh my god i was on solitude so we through our stage go that Al and I and we, we that's how we got into it wasn't it that's why yeah my sister and Lily and we we ended up on it and um they asked myself and my famous cousin Jane who had the um the, co- the confirmation close story I told before we were both um we both were asked to go on it uh and they just used to ask random things and so they were like oh yeah we're gonna need Molly and Jane to go on and do um uh air guitar competition and <laughs> I was like, cool, yeah, amazing. We'll just do it. You know, you just have to be a confident little bratty kid and make a big, like, thing out of nothing. And so we we went, we came up, we arrive, and they're like, hey, Molly Jane, this this is, and I think his name was Snake. And it was like, this is Snake. And Snake was this guy with long hair, <laughs> no top on, silver tight pants, <laughs> and like jewelry. And they're like, Snake's going to be your mentor. I don't know why they're American. They weren't American. Snake's going to be your mentor and teach you how to do air guitar. And we were like, okay. Hi, Snake. I'm Molly. Hi, Snake. I'm Jane. And so then they're like, okay, Molly and Jane are going to go upstairs with Snake and Snake's going to teach them how to air guitar. And they're going to come back down and they're going to have an air guitar showdown. And so we were like, oh, okay. So then we go upstairs to these offices with Snake. (laughs) Do you have a chaperone? No. Nah, RTE calling you out. What? You left RTE left children with a man named Snake? With no top on. Like he fully was committed to like wearing the silver pants and no top on. And hopefully Jane can like back me up on this because I feel like, oh my God, am I making, because it's so bizarre. But I do remember us up in an office and this guy fully seriously teaching us to how to air guitar like fully being like yeah then you could do a bit of this and then you could do like you could maybe like lick the strings like you're you're oh, Jesus you're Christ. Like, yeah and and so like I I was like well I actually play guitar so I kind of I can actually like <laughs> mine chords so I feel like I'm doing you're a like, really like sit down snake yeah I was like snake I feel like I can do it realistically because I kind of I kind of play you know and then but like I was I'm like Jane was way cooler than me so I was like the nerdy kid and Jane was like very cool I um, do remember Jane being really really cool Jane was very she was cool so class yeah very cool and so um we got back we go back down and uh they're like okay we're going live they're like okay Molly and Jane are back to do their air guitar showdown okay uh who's gonna go first oh I can't remember who went first right but I know <laughs> that one of us made a really bold choice which was to throw either our headband off at the camera and I can't remember what happened, but I, oh I'm going to have to get Jane. I either threw my headband up at the camera or Jane did, but whatever it did, one of us copied the other. So I obviously saw it and went, that's a good idea. I'm going to do it as well. And I did the same move that she did and or, or vice versa. I can't remember who copied who, but I know that we stole a move from each other that was very effective because you we were like, cannot let the, that girl upstage me need, needs to like bring the drama as much as that other person so we both do our air guitar like 20 20 seconds of these poor like I can't remember how old we were maybe like 13 doing air guitar into camera and snake was judging us so snakes there like this yeah very good okay okay next up and um then he goes at the end he's like well it was really close but um yep yeah, the winner is Jane I was like you're like again 
Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> and so that's that's okay. I'm I'm losing. I I was pretty used to not getting things, as we know from my childhood. I was like, cool, just another day in, you know, second place, not getting the main part. It's fine. I didn't win the air guitar competition, even though I actually played guitar and I knew exactly what I was doing. But it's fine. And I can't remember which of us had the really exciting move that one of us copied. But anyway, it's okay, Snake. I get it. Jane's probably wearing a top that says sex on it, so I understand. <laughs> um, like, oh, <laughs> I think she might have actually worn a confirmation top, but maybe not. Um, but uh, yeah. So they were like, okay. So Molly, you lost the air guitar condition, so you're going to have to get gunged. And I was like, what? Like, no one told me that was even on the cards. Like, that was <laughs> not part of the deal. And they bring me over. So there was other, there was two other kids who had to get gunged as well, because obviously they had lost some other traumatic, weird competition. They weren't doing air guitar, but they had lost something else anyway. And so they had a bathtub live on air and they go into the bathtub, guys. And I'm there in this little bathtub curled up with these two strange, strange kids, not strange kids, but like I didn't know who they were next to me. And they get one, one, two, three of these big buckets of gunj all over us, like freezing cold. Like I remember (laughs) so, so cold. And I obviously had gotten like worn really cool clothes because like I was on TV doing an air guitar competition I was like with rock chick vibes like I was really like feeling myself and trying to be cool but um uh yeah so the gun so so you see that on the telly and you see the kids get gunch and it's like ha 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 and the camera's cut and that's when the real sad part happens because they've got to so we're in this bathtub covered in green like slime We're, we're kind of like holding on to ourselves we don't want to be like all over each other but we're literally three of us squashed in a bathtub and this assistant comes and wheels the bathtub off the set and three of us are in just like shivering and they okay guys we're gonna um take you upstairs just put you in the lift here and so we're in this bathtub in the in the lift this assistant's there someone else is is coming down in the lift and they're like hi and we're like hi and covered in green sludge bring us upstairs and they're like here have a shower I didn't know how to. Sh- I didn't have anything with me. I I, ha- I actually have <laughs> like, this. Like, I didn't know how to walk. I, I didn't know how to walk. <laughs> but I was like, where well, I'm in RT Studios and I'm doing, I need to have a shower and like, I don't have a towel or a change of clothes. Like, I think I might have actually gone into the shower room and pretended to have a shower. I just like <laughs> squeezed my clothes out or something. I don't know. I was so traumatized. And meanwhile, Jane was downstairs looking stunning with her like prize from winning the air guitar competition. And I'm upstairs covered in green sludge, like freezing my ass off. And I just like, you remember coming down to my mom and my auntie Dawn and Jane. And I was like, this is, this is really who I am. Cause I like came down and I'm as like wet hair like and I'll say hi and they're like oh well done Molly you did really well good job and Jane's there like looking stunning like yeah that was so funny and I was, I'm like I just had the worst worst half hour ever like I'm so cold they made me to like put me in this room and I didn't know what to do it like fucking snake like ruining my ruining my vibe like snake. snake is a bad man snake and mr schuster not great people that's the conclusion of this episode is snake yeah. and mr schuster now i think his name was snake i really i really i'm excited to see if jane knows i hope it is i hope his name is snake but it was definitely something really weird he definitely was doing body ripples in silver tight silver pants it was definitely it was definitely all oh my god i just remember other oh, flashback he gave jane Jane won and he like gave Jane something like one of his items of clothing like his scarf what oh my god please Jane if she's uh, I think I think he gave her one of he had like 
these like hippie kind of scarves on and I think he might have given Jane one so I was like basically like oh, problematic he thinks Jane's amazing and he thinks I'm really really not but that's fine because like I was really nerdy child well was <laughs> I'm still a nerdy child but I I'm yeah I think that's what happened so yeah that was satitude for me your satitude experience is far more traumatizing than mine yeah like mine was uh it was when Cork was the city of culture I don't know what year it was I want to say like, was it yeah well done um and I think I think I, I was going to say 2004, so I think you actually are on the ball. Okay. Um, but, because I, yeah, it definitely was because I was in Panto at the same time. So there was a lot going off me. I was butch and blessed. Um, <laughs> I was butch and blessed as well. We did a, a show for the Mary McAleese, and um, yeah, it, was, it was this really bizarre thing where they made up their own language. I just remember, I actually remember the language was Tafa TV, TV, Tafa TV, TV, Tava, Shama, Shama. Do you remember that? Did you do that? No. Was this like Cork Children's Chorus? Oh my God. Yeah. I wasn't in that. So. Oh, devastated you weren't in that because that yeah. would be content for this because there was some bizarre crazy things happening there i don't know why i wasn't in it i don't Devastated. think, I, was I think you probably were too young i think you were too young maybe that's when Hannah was quite young first yeah 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 grand that's fine yeah that's um, so 2005 2005 um and got it through the stage school grand so it was being filmed on patrick street at Tyburn thomas and I didn't like, yeah, so they were like, oh, we're like, we're going to feature you in a competition, blah, blah, me, grand, airtime, beautiful. And they were like, okay, so what we're actually going to do is like two of us were going to do the limbo on Patrick Street outside Ron Thomas. But first they had these like professional limboers do it <laughs> and they lit the stick on fire and these like men were like jumping over it and jumping under it and all this stuff and like, one of the presenters was like, you know, you're going to have to do it like that. And I was like, I'm going to start bawling, crying. And she's like, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. No, you won't. No, you won't. And so then anyway, like ad break grand. And they're like, hey, let's get ready. So then we had to like practice it. And then they were like, uh, how do you think you got on? And I was like, oh, I, I suppose I think I did OK like this. And I was like, oh, very there. Like, can you like up that and say it a bit more kind of like more positive there in like in when, when we're rolling and I was like yeah of course so they were like how do you think you get on with the practice and I was like well I suppose I think I did very well <laughs> and they were like oh you're a confident little one aren't you me what I was looking like <laughs> I look like Veruca Salt <laughs> like I went to the pony <laughs> so then we had to do the limbo and like I was like me very short child but also like not the most coordinated so I was like how am I gonna work this yeah I think there, I think there's a video recording somewhere in my house like me like going under like shaking and shimmy and and then I'm like how low can I go how low can I go and I'm like on the floor of Patrick Street like just lying flat and like pulling myself like a dead like literally like Leonardo DiCaprio in Wall Street so he's like pulling his body like that was like me laying on my back like pulling myself through like, you could do it you could do, do it got through anyway I won and it was a miraculous moment for all okay Alex we get it you won Satitude you got the lead part in your school show I understand I didn't okay I know but like I didn't get my I didn't get my prize for like two months I was really upset from Satitude yeah and all it was was like one of those jewels bags that like how would one describe them? They're like a backpack, but you like pull the drawstrings together. Oh, yeah. They were like good yeah. bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I just said satitude on it. And I think there was a pen's case thrown in. I was like. That's a bit weak. What? I could have done better than that. I was like, guys, it was like a Saturday morning in like January. I'm frozen. 
we we like, gave, we gave them con- like we gave them content like air guitar limboing and like they give us I get gunged and you get a terrible bag. Yeah, justice like, for us on Satitude. I think they should never bring Satitude back. I'm not sorry to petition, but like have it like far more kind of like that we actually do background checks on all these people who are coming in <laughs> and working with the kids. Sorry, your name's <laughs> Snake. You're wearing no top, and you're gonna take the kids upstairs to teach air guitar. Sounds legit. Yeah, eye protection. On. Don't know her. <laughs> when i picture snake i'm picturing do you know in school of rock the band that jack black is kicked out of oh you're bang on that's what i'm thinking of you are but like not the adam pascal character the guy who's kind of got like do the things that really came in at christmas that were like just kind of like a neck and sleeves Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from zara he's just wearing that but in like leather oh that you're bang on with snake snake had nothing on for sure because i remember it in my head but Actually, do you know what? I think Snake is that guy's name. I think that's Snake. No, his name is Spider. Are you sure? Yeah, because, oh my God, they recently like found out that he is now like some councilman in Texas. Like he's like a senator in Texas or something like that. I'm going to have to look it up right now. No. I swear. The actor who played that guy. Yeah, I'm going to look it up right now on School, School of Rock. Rock was an iconic movie. I watched it so much. Obsessed. With Same. Oh my god. I really. I like... feel like I've stolen the name Snake from that. It, no, but... man. His name Spider. I swear. I know. Okay. Like, I uh... hope. I hope I'm right. I. I. I think Jane listens. So hopefully. Okay. He's. He's now the district attorney of Tyler County, Texas. That's amazing. But also yeah. maybe it's not. Is he very conservative and weird? Uh. Personal life. Republican. Oh, great. Oh. Snake, we had high hope. I mean, spider, <laughs> spider. Back to the like. Maybe snake is like GOP. Yeah, maybe snake is like a TD in Galway or something. <laughs> the equivalent. God. No, snake is definitely an anti vaxxer Snake is hundred percent anti vaxxer Yeah, hundred percent. He's he's <laughs> up. He's up with the with his sign and his is uh yeah no mask wearing vibe. Yeah. Him and Jim Carr like no thanks. I actually didn't realize like I could talk about this for so long. There's so there's so many things. So many things. <laughs> like, I'm actually like quite triggered by because we didn't have social media, so we we totally lived through. Well, we did like we did like towards the end, but like majority, Bebo, are you for real? I know we'll have to do another episode on that now because that's a whole other kettle of fish, isn't it? I'm so traumatized that when I came back there a few years ago that I didn't log on and get my pics. Me too, devastated. I'm really upset by it. I know, I know. They're bringing it back, but they were like, your old pictures won't be there. And I was like, why would you put us through that? Like, why would I was you like, what's us? the point? Like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to share the love three times a day if I got no pictures. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to have to pick my other half, put my flashbox up if you're not going to give me my old pics. Yeah, picking your flashbox was like a big thing. Oh my God, my flashbox was definitely pure like DJ Earworm. <laughs> <laughs> they are so good. I, I actually would totally listen to 2009's one. Get it back, we'll get that it on. Was, that was like, I'd be like, oh, so good. But Oh my God. Thank you for lasting th- lasting this long with us. If you have, we're very excited. If we've forgotten anything, please let us know. Or if we've yeah, please do any, let us know. Yeah, triggered any traumas? Please share. It's a safe space. We love to hear it. And um, please, Jane, let me know if the guy's name was Snake and if that is true because I'm doubting myself now. But I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I, I believe you. I believe. I think that like that's something that like would not be wrong in your brain. Like it's just suppressed for a while yeah yeah and i think so because i had totally forgotten until i saw our, our the question boxes but you're it. like snake, snake. 
Oh God. Oh, but thank you so so much. And again, like if you have any like circle time stories, send them our way or yeah. any like suggestions of topics that you want us to talk about now, please do it. let us know. I mean, know. I, we were living for the interaction this week. I I was I got a fierce kick out of that. Oh, I was feeling very popular. Like oh. I was like getting notifications left, right, and center. I was like, who is she? Don't oh, know my her. God. She is the we, moment. I was I was blown away. I was very excited. So thank you so much, everyone. Um, and you have a great week. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. God bless. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>